Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star. Her Jake Gilly used to smoke the t-shirt. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star. Her Jake Gilly used to smoke the t-shirt. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite whoa actor, my favorite actor, our favorite actor. Our favorite actor? <laughs> uh, I don't know how to start. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, know what that means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit, the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject, get talking about something else, but you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention individuals who make up the name of this here. John... Lil, man, y'all know who this is. It be me. Timothy. Uh, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bratz in the third, a.k.a. Slim Nady, Slim Pickens, Robert Balmain Jr., Peter Party Starter, Silk Pajamas, Belly Rolling. Man, who else I is? I'm Nubron James. Man, who else I is? Brandon Nagram. <laughs> uh, Kyle Nazma. Uh, Javel Manate. Uh, who else I is? Javel Manate. Lonzo Banate. Huh? Uh, <laughs> I just sound like you, you married um Eric. Nah, never go <laughs> Eric Banate. Hey, man, who else I is? Let's switch. Let's switch the time back. Daylight saving Why? time. Uh, nah, we ain't Navion Bell. T come back. Uh, names Connor. Ben Nathlisberger, Nantonio Brown, Nene Smith-Schuster. Who else I is? Nance McDonald. Man, who else I is? Nayon Williamson. Nay-J Barrett. Cameron Nadish. Uh. Nay Jones. Who else I is? Hey. The Nate Cracker in the Four Realms. Oh, or my gosh. The Nutcracker in the Four Nates. Or the Nate Cracker in the Four Nates. Combine them. No Andrew. Andrew. Uh, I can I? predict a whack bar when I hear it coming. Who else I am? <laughs> Bohemian Natesity. <sighs> Who else am I is? Roly man. It's Joaquin Pennysworth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kyanya Taylor Joy Van Zant, <laughs> Kai Dollar Sign, uh, what, what are my other names? Fossil Man, Terry Hightower, Chorus Kojo, you can call me the Hibachi Chef, you can call me the Name Generator, Neon Ember, the FPG, the Bar Technician, the Word Bender, Hoodie K, Raymond Kane. Uncle Hami, and then even though it's only been like a week, it feels like it's been forever. So sweet lady, Whoa. be my <laughs> sweet love for a lifetime. I'll be hey, when you need me, just call and receive me. Touchdown. Touchdown. Yeah, if you're a good receiver. That was, that was a whack. All right. 
What movie since you seen since the last episode? Just watched a couple at home. We watched going on our little Jake Gyllenhaal movie marathon. We watched Prisoners. Um, I I always forget how star studded that cast was because when you think of Prisoners, you just be thinking Jake Gyllenhaal, Hugh Jackman. But you got. Uh, Terrence Howard in there, mm-hmm. Viola, Viola Davis, mm-hmm. Dylan Minnette mm-hmm. from uh, Thirteen Reasons Why Frame, or Goosebumps. Yep. <laughs> you have Maria Bello, Melissa mm-hmm. Leo, Paul Dano playing a mm-hmm. uh, special needs yeah, creep challenge <laughs> weirdo. He said when uh, Hugh Jackman grabbed him, he was like. What did he say? Something about they cried when I left them or something wild. But the way his face looked when he said it was crazy. But yeah, that's still a great movie. Um, I watched it with Milkshake. She uh, really enjoyed that movie. So, two for two on these uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's. Two for two, no free throw line. Then, huh. then we watched Alan Enchanted, unfortunately. <laughs> this movie just ain't for me. It reeked of... 2003. This was after. um that the one with uh, Amy Adams? Nah, this is the one with Anne Hathaway. Okay, okay. Somebody this is the one with people Amy Adams. Enchanted. And this is Ella Enchanted? Uh huh. Okay. And this is uh, with the actress that people like way less than Amy Adams. <laughs> this is after Princess Diaries. Just a typical like little Disney movie, but I didn't really think it was funny. <laughs> Didn't care for the, like, the concept, really, because I had never seen it before. And, like, she was cursed, so when certain people tell her what to do, she has to do it. So I ain't like that. It was like, still this. And she was still, she was like, I don't want to, but still do it. And then she break the curse because Prince Charming or whatever. Mm-hmm. A couple of dance scenes, a lot of singing. Oh, so this was a musical. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's musical as just something with a couple few too many musical numbers. But that's all I watch. All right. Me, I have gone continuing my streak of not watching any Blu-rays or movies really at home. So I saw all these at the theater if I'm not no uh, separate. Okay, technically I did watch a Netflix movie. All right, first up, I watched The Oath at the theater starring uh, Ike Barinholtz, Tiffany Haddish. Um... Didn't know this was a political movie because mm-hmm. I literally never watched a trailer for it. <laughs> I just saw like a clip of it, saw who was in it. I was like, All right, I want to watch it. Um, so, yeah, uh, Mike Barinholtz's character in the movie really enjoyed watching the news. I thought that was sick. <laughs> like, who likes who enjoys the news all like that? But it it um dealt with like this in this world where people in the country had to decide if they want to sign this oath or not and it really like splits people up on two different sides mainly like baron holtz because he was the one really taking issue with people who wanted to sign the oath so he always kept talking about it Oops. kept watching it on the news getting alerts on his phone up until like the deadline so it really dealt with that and then the movie went to a territory where i didn't expect it to go it was kind of like of a not a home invasion but like a home intruding type of movie with some uh uh, what's the word? Uh, kidnap victims, maybe of some sort. So, it there was a scene in the movie that happened, and that ended up being the entire second and third act of the movie. And I was completely shocked. That Dang. was I thought it was gonna go in different directions, but it stayed in that one direction. So, all in all, the movie was I. Um, 
um, Tiffany Haddish basically plays somebody you haven't really seen her play in a while, which was like a straightforward character who wasn't really doing humor. Ike Barinholtz was Ike Barinholtz was mainly the funny person in the movie, but he wasn't even trying to be that funny. This movie really was like a drama slash black comedy, but more drama, more political drama slash humor. So I ain't really a fan of politics all like that. I did go vote though. Um, I did my vote on piece of paper. I wish I did instead of drive. I, I drove to this place. There was an accident right in front of the place where I was going. I was like, "This is a sign. I shouldn't be voting." <laughs> like never again. <laughs> but, um, see, I thought this movie was okay. Ike Barinholtz was the best part of the movie. Um, at the beginning, they like have like a they tell you what the oath is like all about, like the document that you're signing. I wish I would have paid attention and read that because they do not <laughs> tell you that the whole movie. They just refer to it as the oath. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, I don't care about that. Don't care about that. Don't care about that. Yeah, basically, um, this movie is like current, and it makes sense. To, like, if you have like a drama, dramatized is that a word? Dramatized, dramatized, something. Dramatized. Yeah, dramatized. <laughs> a way, if you dramatize the way of life now, you can see, you know, at the rate this world is going with the president we have, this wouldn't be too far off, and wouldn't be too ridiculous. So they just add to the ridiculous throw this little O thing in there. So it's cool for the times. It was a cool little movie, but will I ever watch it again? Nope. <laughs> um, next up, I watched All the Boys I Used to Love Before, or how every pronounced this long title. Uh, just, to, just to blatantly say, this movie ain't for me. <laughs> I didn't think it was like whack per se, but on the scale of did I enjoy it? No, but I wasted my time watching different stuff. Like I, I enjoyed, not enjoyed, I was... Into the movie, like the whole story going from point A to point B to point C and all that. But once it ended, I was just like, and then I thought to myself, did I like this movie? And the answer was no, not really. Um, <laughs> it was just a plane. Yeah, it is just a plane. It's just, it's not awful, but it's just not something I would say I necessarily enjoy, but I didn't hate it. Yeah. The main character's name is Laura Jean, and that's just a terrible name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, and they kept saying the whole thing. Yeah, and then they kept calling her LJ. Uh-huh. And I don't know why I was thinking her name was spelled, Jean was spelled with a G. Like Gene Hackman, yeah. Gene Hoffman. Nah, it was more like Gene Gray. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was kind of surprised if you haven't seen the movie. Deal with like some letters getting being get sent out, and her basically telling the uh, or dealing with the repercussions of that. Mainly just with two different fellas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they completely didn't care about the t- other two people. Well, the, one of the guys was gay, so he nipped that in the bud real quick. Oh yeah, he, <laughs> he was like. I'm going to come in here, introduce my character, and wrap him up all in this scene. <laughs> he, he came out and he came, uh, hang, hung, became her gay friend throughout the rest of the movie uh-huh. in like random scenes. But there's two <laughs> two people she wrote the letters to. They just completely uh, just did not care about those people. And since I never knew this was a book or anything about this, that really bothered me mm-hmm. until I figured out there's sequels to this book. Uh-huh. I was like, oh. And th- in this one, they started th- part of the second book. Which that also bothered me. Oh, well, then I'm still I'm back to square one where I have a problem with them not even bringing up two of the guys, except for at the very end. Because mm-hmm, that whole end part, which for some reason slips my mind at what happened at the end, but I know for sure that end part is the in... The guy coming to the door? Like, the, what was the last little big, like, topic in the movie? Uh, no, that had to do with the school trip. Or not the school trip. Oh, the... the wasn't like a sex tape or something like that. Oh yeah, when she was in the hot tub with dude. Yeah, that's in the second book. 
So all that from there on is the second book stuff. So this first book lacked something like that, which in this I felt like they tried to rush that story in. They really did because it didn't need to be there. Yeah, they could have waited until the second one because apparently people really, really liked this movie. I don't know why. but and they, like, they cut down um, a lot of the different boys and stuff that was in the book and time spent on them for the movie. I, mean, I guess it makes sense that they're doing multiple ones, but it just bothered me. Yeah. Um, I was kind of surprised that Laura didn't ex- suspect the obvious person who she should have suspect- suspected who yeah, the one who sent her letters her out. Her little sister. Which also, I think in the book, it wasn't her that sent them. Uh, well, then, well, I wonder what it was in the book. Let me pull this up before I'm just not, so I'm not speculating. But yeah, I was kind of surprised she didn't expect her to send out the letters because it was blatantly obvious. There was really no other way they could have got out. Um, King Batch was in the movie because we always talk about how he must have some sort of Netflix deal. This is nuts because he is playing extras in some of these movies. Yeah, I was kind of mad at his his screen time, and it really did bother me that he played a high schooler. I don't know why. Yeah, he's past high school. But I just did not, was not rocking with it. Um, The dad in this movie wasn't your typical movie dad. It was all protective of his daughter, especially when they first started dating boys. He was real cool with it. So that was a... a sway away from the generic. Um, of course, you could have guessed that the, the quote-unquote fake relationship that Laura Jean and the white guy in the movie had it was going to was uh, going to implode once that steamy hot tub scene they had ended. <laughs> you always know when it gets to some type of point like that, it's going to go downhill afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh yeah, the guy's name was Peter. He kept doing a bunch of whoa, whoa, whoa's. <laughs> and every time he did that, it just I just got annoyed because he did it throughout the whole movie. Whoa, 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 Laura Jean. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, all right, whoever wrote the script, can, or unless he, they wrote the script this way, or he's improvising. One of them's whack. <laughs> uh, it says, I guess the little sister did send him out in the book, but the reasonings was two different reasonings. Then from the movie and then the book. And then... um. Uh, in in the book, you don't know who sent them out the letters out there. Oh, they save it to like the end. Yeah, I think. And then, I mean, it would be really hard for her to do it that way, and for the movie. Yeah, because we, I would be like, gotta be somebody in the house. <laughs> no, no person just came into her house and stole these letters. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. I don't feel like reading that. I don't feel like reading them, but there's some other differences. If you want to know, go read the book. Yeah. Um, when they was doing, when I was watching this movie, I thought they were going to like have a a balance of showing Laura's relationship with Peter and Josh, who was her sister's ex boyfriend. Now, once you start watching the movie, because I thought, because you you thought she was she was in love with Josh. Didn't really like Peter anymore, but she started fake dating Peter to help her deal with not being with Josh or whatever the reason was. So I thought they were going to balance that and maybe she actually go back to Josh in the end. But they completely just forgot about Josh a lot of the times. Every time he would come back in the movie, I thought it was an interruption to the story. I was like, oh, yeah, y'all got to bring back this part of the storyline. And it's just not flowing right every time he came back into the movie. So I was bothered by that. Um, yeah, we talked about the tease at the end. And I thought this movie was some sort of comedy. 
<laughs> I laughed once. Yeah. So, to, in my opinion, it's not a comedy. And if it is, it's a problem. But yeah, this movie just was just bland. I've seen more entertaining teen romance movies, and this definitely wasn't one of them. Uh, what else did I watch? I watched At the Movies, a film by the name of Suspiria, starring Dakota Johnson, Tilda Swinton in three different roles. Um, which I didn't realize at the time. I, I remember reading about her playing two different roles, but I forgot when I watched the movie. But and I, after the movie, I was reminded and saw that she played actual uh, actually three different roles. Chloe Grace Moretz had a appearance in the flick. This movie was two hours and thirty something minutes long, long, and I felt. Every second of it. I had some serious viewer fatigue watching this movie. I don't even think I fell asleep in this movie, but my eyes got so heavy because they were open for so long. And this movie wasn't good. This movie was wiggity whack. After, like, I was watching it, and when you know you... You feel like you just did work just making sure you're focusing on the movie to the point where you're not even focused on the movie. That's how I felt watching it. So once the crazy ending happened, I'm sitting there just like, I have no clue what is going on on the screen. I am so lost. I just want the movie to end. And it just felt like it would never end. And it was making me so mad. But this movie is whack. Now, I read about, of course, after I do all weird, confusing movies, I'll read about uh, what actually happened and I'm reading it and on paper it don't sound bad it sounds like it could be cool I don't want to say good but it sounds like it could be like alright this could be cool but then I just think back to like but the the execution for me was just so bad <laughs> I mean it's gotten like decent it got, it got the type of reviews you would expect a polarizing movie to get it's got like six or something Rotten Tomatoes so really it's like half and half people really like it I see reviews saying it's really good really great artistic the director really just put his own stamp on this movie and then i see people saying it's super boring and long and slow um quentin tarantino apparently cried after watching this movie because it was so good quentin tarantino also had some other weird movies on his <laughs> favorite movies of all time so, yeah, so he uh, can't be trusted this <laughs> yeah. wasn't one of his favorite movies like I don't know why I want to say like Speed Racer or something. It was some, I, that sounds about right. It was something <laughs> whack. I remember that much. But yeah, so that just tells you what this type of movie is. And I just really just didn't like it. So you will definitely see this movie near the bottom of my <laughs> bottom 10 list for 2018. Um, it's just I just really was confused. Like the execution was just so just for me, it was just so trash. And. And the fact that it and what made it worse, of course, is it felt so long. I've seen longer movies than this. Wolf of Wall Street is longer. The Hateful Eight is longer. I keep bringing those movies up because they're almost three hours, but it doesn't feel like it because they're entertaining. Like, if this movie was dialogue heavy, if it's going to be dialogue heavy, have some entertaining dialogue that's keeping me hooked to the story. The only thing that kept me wanting to know what's happened was the the tension and the suspense that the movie built up because you're like, what could possibly, why could they possibly be doing all this? Like, what could be the end result? And then I get to it and I'm upset. Didn't that dude direct, like, Call Me By Your Name or something yes, like that? Yes, and I haven't seen that movie yet, but <laughs> this seems so left field. Like, it's got to be different. So, I mean, compl- uh, kudos to him for being able to switch type of movies like that and being able to, I guess, make good ones for some people. But <laughs> this is not what... Uh, I just didn't like it. And shout out to Dakota Johnson, who I'm already predicting that she will be one of my uh, LVPs for the year because 
so far, and I keep because me and Brianna on our on Share the Door podcast on uh, Instagram, you can find it on YouTube and whatnot. We keep uh, she really can't she really doesn't like her, and this movie did not help things. Yeah, and I feel like it's to the point where I need to defend her because I'm like. Okay, I said her performance in Bad Times at the El Royale was like, it was cool, it wasn't bad. Her performance in this movie wasn't bad, but she just picks bad movies. This was whack. She also, you know, people probably forgot, Fifty Shades Free came out this year, and that was that whack. was this year? <laughs> that has the vibes of <laughs> no later than last year sometimes. Because <laughs> when I was scrolling down my ranking for the year to put Suspiria on it, I... <laughs> I passed Fifty Shades Free. I was like, this came out this year. <laughs> this felt so long ago. Yeah. So that shows you how whack that is. She got that those two movies. Bad Times at the El Royale I didn't really enjoy. She so, got a lot of movies this year. <laughs> so in my eyes, she got a lot of subpar to stinker movies for the year. Ooh, so she's man. definitely going to be in that starting five when it comes to the bottom five actors in my power <laughs> rankings for you know whackness. So looking forward to that. So that's that movie. And then last but not least, I saw, speaking of Call Me By Your, Call Me By Your Name, I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> they they in the same uh, <laughs> Brokeback Mountain genre yeah. films. <laughs> <laughs> but what made me bad about this movie is they would just like hint that he was gay. <laughs> Freddie Mercury and me. Like, if y'all gonna tell his story, like be open with a story. Yeah. Don't just like tiptoe around <laughs> it. Scream it from the broke back mountaintops. <laughs> <laughs> like, geez, they was just hinting at they hinted at his like sexuality, they hinted at his drug use, they hinted at his partying. That what they did not hint is as his weirdness. <laughs> and what also made me mad was his wife slash ex wife slash friend in the movie. They got or they got engaged or married or whatever they did. And this was around the time he was calling people darling, sashaying around, <laughs> getting dressed in the girls department, <laughs> wearing scarves, <laughs> all type of things. And she thought it was, it was, you know, that's just him being like a metro, a very extreme metrosexual, <laughs> aka extreme version of Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> nah, that's your fault that your heart got broken because all the signs were there. <laughs> They, they they hinted at that he started liking dudes in the movie when he was talking to her on the phone. This trucker got out of his whip, walked into the bathroom, turned around, gave him that that eye. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when you knew the temptation started a brewing. Dang, so it was just basically any guy because if a trucker. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Like, come on, Freddie, you got, you got a better taste than that. Goodness. But the actual movie. I must not know how a good bio, a bio fiction work because I always feel like they are breezing past stuff that they should be like stopping on a little bit. And it just it didn't. The pacing felt weird. They only focused on Freddie, which I guess makes sense because he's like the only really famous one. What was the last good one? N.W.A. Yep, I, th- I really think Straight Outta Compton was the last genuinely good movie. And that one was I've only seen. good. Well, I mean, not only good, but that one was good because it was like a superhero movie, uh-huh. like an action origin <laughs> movie. It had all the crazy stuff with it. Yep. But this one, it just felt like they sh- they immediately make up how the band formed. <laughs> Which that also makes me mad. Like, if you're doing a biopic, like at least try to get close to it. Don't literally just make up things just so it can possibly be better for a movie. They made up how they made up the origin of the band when they come up with the name Queen. They literally only show it on a piece of paper. They don't show like a little process of them coming up with the name Queen. Um, they they the movie's titled after the song Bohemian Rhapsody, which was one of their like more. Uh, 
controversial songs because for one, it was a radio record that was about six minutes long. Mm-hmm. Did not hit when it first came out. It got panned across the board, and then it only went got popping once Freddie Mercury died. That's crazy. But in the movie, like they showed the whole process of making the song, the fight with the label to drop the song, the reasoning. So they spent a lot of time on it, and then they show it in like quotes. That movie got panned and killed, but then they just stopped. They just stopped talking about it. They didn't show the band's reaction to it. And I'm like, if you gonna give me all this, yeah, that's weird. Them fighting for it, I want to see like the their reaction to the mo- the song not being received well. So it did with that. Um, just a lot of. I, I did take notes on this one. I don't know why I'm just reading off the cuff. <laughs> uh, and yeah, they showed like they quickly breeze through things and move too fast. I keep saying about a, a, a lot of biopics. Did any uh, other group members die? Uh, Who was playing the group members in this movie? I don't think it was anybody like really famous. Huh. But, I mean, Rami Malek, who played Freddie Mercury, he did a great job. I don't know why I felt Rami Malko about to call him. <laughs> I'm like, who is he? <laughs> Role manager? <laughs> he's that. I mean, were they a lot? Were black people in England back in the 70s and 80s? <laughs> I don't be knowing when black people came around. It seems like London would be a little late when it comes to the racial yeah, stuff. <laughs> Like they just start letting black people come around in like the nineties and the two thousands. Idris is alive. I oh, guess yeah. we're gonna let him. Uh, how do you feel about him being named uh, sexiest man alive? You tell me. I didn't know that. So I always saw it on Jimmy Fallon. Yikes! I mean, I watched Jimmy Fallon. I didn't see that part. Uh, so you must. I yo. don't know if my DVR just knows better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got the homophobic DVR. I you didn't tell chill. it to do that. You got, you got chill with that. <laughs> <laughs> but he gave a performance and on the Share the Door podcast I was talking about how he Rami Malek freaks me out because his voice is a lot deeper than it should be. Yeah, he got the vibe of a a lighter voice. He, he does and his like his like eye to like chin ratio just terrifies me. Yeah, his head shape <laughs> it's just he, it's how wild. How you describe he kinda reminds me of like like a family guy character. Really like that one that got the under the underbites, the rich people on there. He really does. <laughs> He's a good actor. He just a uh, terrifying fella. <laughs> his no eyes is big and low. And it's really because his eyes. I was cringing through his whole L- interview with Ellen and Jimmy <laughs> Fallon because his voice was freaking me out. Um, I didn't realize Mike Myers was in this movie. <laughs> The character. Oh, is that why he's been promoting? That's why he's been on talk shows. I guess. Like or he was just hanging out. Yeah, he has a cameo in the movie. Like he can't. Like he's like he's hidden in like makeup and stuff. And I'm. Awesome. Wa- he's been doing movie can't. Him and Matt Damon about to battle. They really should have battle <laughs> King Cameo. But I was watching that scene. I was like, hell, like Danny McBride. Gonna find out Mike Myers. Um. And uh, and like the movie ended on their like famous live aid performance, which was like the best part of the movie. But the movie was entertaining because I find like enjoyment in watching history lessons of like movie biopics or real life biopics and stuff like that. So from that point of, or from that standpoint, it was good. But from like an execution and like technical and like you know not being flawless standpoint, I had some serious issues with this movie. But shout out to Rami, Mister Robot Rami. Malik. And that is all I watched. So, you got a game before we move on into our name this bracket later? I don't have one. I will next week, though. We almost, this week, um, a new game was almost introduced. But then I pulled the trigger. I'm like, nah, I can't do that yet. It ain't ready. I got to work the kinks out. All right. Hot comb. Oh, my gosh. I was trying to just move over, but whatever. That was fire. No Johnny Storm. All right. Hot comb. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, your contestant for our name this bracket later is Rami Malik. Now we're gonna go I through have his no clue what he was in. <laughs> We're going to go through his filmography and pick his worst movie, okay. which off of looking at his filmography, I know exactly what it is. <laughs> but let me make sure, uh, just in Wasn't case. Wasn't Rami Malek in Need for Speed? Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> the only movie I ever remember him in. That's crazy. But the movie I would assume would be his second worst movie. I got to make sure it's not already on the list. It is. All right. So. <laughs> All right. First up, we got Night at the Museum. Who was he in that? Pharaoh uh, Ak. Kaminra. Nah, I don't know him. And then his second movie, Night at the Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian. So Night at the Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian. All right. You ever see Larry Crow? Nope. I know you've seen this or at least heard of it. Night at the Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian, or Battleship. <laughs> I know for sure Battleship got to be worse. I've seen some of it, and I didn't like Rihanna's acting. And we all know who's in that movie. Young Taylor, Taylor Kish. Kish. <laughs> Battleship Kish. is definitely worse. Um, Battleship or The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2 Who was he in that? Uh, Benjamin <laughs> Whoever that is yeah. And speaking of Twilight We're going to speak about somebody else from Twilight later in the show <laughs> Teaser alert yeah, I, Both of them seem like they can be whack I definitely haven't seen no Twilight movie so. the, this, the Part 2 is definitely worse <laughs> <laughs> That movie made me so mad because they had they finally had a fight scene. And I was like, all right, this is about to be the best part of the whole series. They show it, and then that ended up just being a daydream. So none of them actually, actually happened in the movie. Which, I was like, I hate this movie. <laughs> the Twilight movies suck. Um, all right, so Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2. Um, you never seen The Master, did you, with uh, Joaquin Phoenix? Nah. Ain't Them Body Saints? Nah. That got Casey sexual assault. I fucking. Like <laughs> um, all right. Twilight or Breaking Dawn Part 2 or Short Term 12? I didn't see that either. I saw that. Short Term 12 was better. So Breaking Dawn Part 2 is moving on. We also got. All right. Breaking Dawn Part 2 versus Oh Boy. Oh, he was in that? In a deleted scene. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, there was only two people in that movie. <laughs> Uh, uh, don't forget about Samuel Jackson was in there too. <laughs> Samuel and Jackson and Coakley. I I truly don't remember. I remember when you say Samuel Jackson, I remember that. Don't remember who he was in the movie, but definitely Old Boy is better. So Twilight moves on. All right, Breaking Dawn Part Two or Need for Speed. Breaking Dawn. Breaking Dawn Part Two or Night at the Museum: The Secret of the Tomb. That's the third one. Hmm. The secret. Uh, oh yeah, that's because Robin. I remember Robin Williams died, but he was still in that movie. Uh, Twilight. Breaking Dawn Part Two. Uh, or I don't know what that is. Or what is this? Okay, I'm pretty sure none of us seen that. Or that brings us to Bohemian Rhapsody. Nah, I ain't seen that. So Breaking Dawn Part Two <laughs> is moving on. Twilight. I'm definitely not going to know whose movie that is when we get back around to it. Nope. Let me make sure that's not even used yet. Uh, I assume it hasn't been. Uh, nope, 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 nope. All right, whatever, so we're good. All right, so let's move on to some topics that we have for this week. First up, topic. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz and Jack O'Connell mm-hmm. will star as Bonnie and Clyde in Love is a Gun. <laughs> Now, I don't know about you. She already did it with Ansel. It's in November Criminals. 
uh, geez, okay, two movies that no one will hear about. <laughs> uh, I just when I just saw that, I was like, huh, that don't really seem like a Bonnie and Clyde hour picture. So definitely isn't. <laughs> so my question to you is, name me a better Bonnie and Clyde duo. Any other two actors? <laughs> I don't know that. Let's see. Let me really think. Because she seems young. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old Bonnie and Clyde were when all this stuff was happening. But let's see. She just don't. I mean, she can play like a. We can go Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. <laughs> that would be an amazing movie. That's not even a bias. How we can go. Jack O'Connell. He's 28. Okay, he's he's regular. What is she, 20? Let's see. Chloe Grace Moretz is 21. Yeah, I think Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling is on point, especially with Ryan Gosling being in a movie like that. I mean, that Unless you want to pair him up with his wife, but then I make it weird. Him and Eva <laughs> Mendez. Oh, yeah. I forgot they, haven't did a, well, they only did one movie together, which was mm-hmm. The Place Beyond the Pines. Let's see how old they were when stuff was popping off. All right, so he was very young. 19, 2009. He was 25 when he died. Dang. She was 24 when she died. All right, so I guess you got to go young. But I just, I like Chloe Grace Moretz. She can play, like, different type of things. But I just, Bonnie and Clyde just doesn't come to my head. Something about that. And when the... Does her movies really be at the movie theater anymore? <laughs> I really hope so. I mean, I haven't seen anything since Fifth Wave, and I didn't even. Yeah, and that, that is that's quite some time ago at this point. Uh, she's in what the Karen Post movie? Is that a wide release? Probably not. So I don't know. We'll see what her filmography. I feel is like this ain't gonna be a wide release either. Her last movie was besides Suspiria. Okay, Miseducation of Cameron Post. November Criminals. I love you, Daddy. Uh, See? Yeah. Brain on Fire. Okay, I guess her last like wide release movie was Neighbors 2, and that was two years ago. Yeah, and that's not even... She got the Adams Family coming out next year, though. Yeah, animated. <laughs> yeah, maybe she just hasn't shown that she can carry, no pun intended, a movie. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, because all her movies that she be headlining, we have lately, Fifth Wave, Stunk Up the Joint. Uh, what is it? Dark Places? She was barely in the Equalizer. If I stayed, Dark Places is that vampire movie where she turned into the werewolf at the end. That's Dark Shadows. Yikes. <laughs> she shouldn't have two movies with Dark in the title. If I stayed, it really make a dent at the movies. Uh, Laggies, was, she wasn't really the headliner of that movie. And Carrie. Yeah, she don't really... She ain't really shown to be a lead yet, but she still got the talent to be at least a side character, so hopefully maybe she can transition into lead here soon, maybe with this Bonnie and Clyde flick. (laughs) Maybe. All right, moving on. Medea's final appearance Mm -hmm. in film will come in Medea's... Family funeral. Yeah, family funeral. Why did I write family reunion? At the family Family reunion... Who we introducing? Who we introducing? All right, so yeah, it's coming in family funeral. My question to you is: Are you sad? No. <laughs> uh, 
Honestly, though, like you said, and not at all. I mean, it's time. That's on. That's on her for killing, wanting to kill. Go ahead and kill off Medea when he can just end it because it's his. Do you think he's actually gonna kill her, or is it just gonna be her last movie? I feel like in the movie she's gonna die, but at, before the movie go off, Medea going. We get the camera. She gonna pop out the grave. Gonna open up. She gonna pop out like. I'll put her hand up. Hello. <laughs> I was about to do a Medea accent that wasn't about to be Medea. <laughs> Y'all mean? How you doing? <laughs> That's, That's a uh, Wendy <laughs> dressed as Medea. Uh, I think one. I feel like he shouldn't. He should have let it hit everybody's heart real hard instead of saying I'm killing Medea off. He should just put the movie out and she dies at the end. Yeah. People will be coming out of the theater crying like this is the end of an era. He went about 10, 15 years strong as far as the state plays. <laughs> not <laughs> not with these films. Only people who be crying is like 60, 70 year old women who go to church yeah. who went and saw Medea after the service. <laughs> ain't, oh, yeah. Well, the Halloween one, the first one, first boo, that did numbers at the box office. Boo. <laughs> that second one, though. <laughs> He said, through the gorgeous or whatever he said. Yeah, I was. That still leaves me just just Caught frazzled. Him. I was the only one in the movie doing the. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> Called him the gorgeous. <laughs> like, did y'all just see him hit on that man <laughs> with the craziest name ever? Not even like a pun or nothing. It was just a compliment, a very weird compliment. <laughs> like Thor and gorgeous. Which is an oxymoron. <laughs> Yikes. Hello? This is your coming out party. <laughs> nah, that's what you said. <laughs> nah. Wait until I chop these episodes up. Ain't nothing to chop up. You said it. Oh, man. I don't even know what we're talking about, but for some reason, I just laughed and felt like I fell asleep. <laughs> That middle of the week yeah, vibe. Yeah, like, that's that Wednesday. <laughs> Can't wait till the weekend comes. <laughs> so I can get no sleep still. Uh-huh. Oh, all right, shout out to my DRIP in advance. R.I.P. to the girl you used to know. Drake is nasty. Drake wrote all them lyrics for Rita Ora. <laughs> Giving up girls hits. Uh, then he got quit and write his stuff. Like he was writing for other people. Yeah, so he's too busy. <laughs> Alright, so moving on to some comic book stuff Finally, the PG-13 Deadpool movie is happening For this reason, according to the writers They said There is that segment of the population Who we've treated to a great disservice By not letting them see Deadpool And we've, (laughs) we've sort of driven a wedge Between parents and their tweener kids Who aren't quite old enough to see it And are bitter about it And parents who are mad that Deadpool is of a certain rating And that their kids whine all the time about it So we're trying to serve that demographic in particular Now when Ryan Reynolds came after them And said the reasoning he said it a lot more uh, in a reasonable way, not lies like they just gave. Yeah. <laughs> he said, um, "What did he say?" He said Fox or whoever has been trying to make the, or get them to make a Deadpool movie or PG thirteen Deadpool movie for ten years, and he was like, "And this is our opportunity to say here we'll do it once yeah. and do that." So I like the way he said it. He said a little bit more, but it was basically that gist. So after reading the quote from the writers, are you buying this reasoning, or do you have another reason? 
I feel like there's still some little deep uh, uh, Disney, Marvel, buying Fox properties in there somehow. They got to see how this is going to perform. And they probably may have had this idea beforehand. But then Disney was like, yeah, we like this idea. Let's see what we can do. Because we don't necessarily want to make a rated R one, probably. Um, the I can see them doing it if they have to. But because they probably want to integrate a popular character like Deadpool into the rest of the universe, they probably see what this does. And this one's adding some more little scenes for the holiday season. I know it's going to... Well, no, nah, not for... It could be very confusing. Like, is this the third Deadpool movie? Until they tell the same story. But it's going to be... Say say there is those kids that didn't see Deadpool 2 because of a this rating, rating thing. Yeah, when they that. see this sequel and this was their first Deadpool movie, you know how confusing this is going to be? It being a Christmas movie and... Well, they changed the title to Once Upon a Time in Deadpool. Yeah, that's still, it's still like, what does this story of Cable coming back have to do with anything? And who's these people? And why does he know Colossus and stuff? They're going to put some, uh, the, some of the first movie in there? Or is this going to simply be the second movie? Yeah, that is stupid. Like, if you was going to do that, do it with both movies. Since, yeah, if you're catering to the society who couldn't see any of the movies, yeah, just start them, like, right in the middle of the story instead of at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, I don't believe them. Like I said, I, I agree with what you were saying. Like this, I feel like there is some inkling dealing with Disney of them wanting to see how it works out. Something maybe like Ryan Reynolds pitched it to Fox, who pitched it to them to keep the property or something. I don't know, but I just really don't like. It doesn't make any sense that this movie has been a hit both times around when it being rated R and ratings really don't even stop kids from seeing anything anymore. Yeah, you can watch anything. Maybe like at the movies, but eventually they're going to see it and you haven't really seen the money dwindle. And I don't think the movie could go up in, uh, in like domestic gross or uh, worldwide gross when it comes to money, even if they dropped it down to PG 13, I think that would probably kill it a little bit because people will have less faith in it. So I don't believe all these lame excuses. I believe there's some, you know, business stuff in the background that we're not uh, able to see or hear about. So this is just the type of lie they give to us. But I'm gonna see the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm, I just really, I mean, Deadpool isn't not. It doesn't gotta be like nothing but vulgar. So I don't think it won't not be funny. Mm-hmm. But I'm really worried about how they're gonna. Because they said they're going to take the violence, take some of the violence, take some of the cussing. Yeah, that's what I'm interested in seeing. So that editing, maybe they'll make a joke out of the editing and like put beeps and be funny about it. I don't know, but yeah, that that could be funny. We'll see. I mean, if this is just a one time thing, I'll deal with it, especially with it only being out for like a week. Yeah, but uh, I don't. We don't want this this to be something with the world needs to get used to. Because if I'm watching Deadpool, I don't want you to show me in a PG-13 way, and then I mean a rated R way, and then. Give me a PG thirteen, right? Yeah. I'd rather it be the other way around, like X or Wolverine did. All right, moving on to some more uh, tough guy talk. Yeah, check out my transitions. <laughs> Will Smith and Marty Lauren finally uh, appear in a video together to confirm that they are doing Bad Boys Three, aka Bad Boys for forever. Life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I saw one people uh, one thing call it. I mean, I would be whatever y'all want to call it for life. I feel yeah, like boys, maybe if life. they could force it and make the fourth one called for hey, life, they could. 
I mean, it was a hassle getting them to do this. Yeah, so, so. that's why I'm like, you know, we we can't we can't wait and save <laughs> that title. We gotta use it now. And so look out for that movie coming in the future. Yeah, we ain't got nothing to really say about that. Just finally that they finally got a picture, a video together to confirm. You can see the joy on Will Smith's face. It was like, about time, Martin. Mm-hmm. Been waiting for you to come around. <laughs> Gosh, you finally signed on the dotted line. We can get this movie <laughs> popping off before we get any older. And Martin Lawrence, he does look like he, you know, he don't look uh, crazy. Uh-huh, he ain't. He looks normal build, yeah. so I'm less worried about him doing action. But yep. I, they still should make jokes about them being old. Yeah. Because they are old. It seems like it's going to be good. It's going to be just fun just seeing them on the screen, so mm-hmm. they can pretty much do anything at that point. Is Will Smith going to still have his typical uh, hair that he's had in the first two movies, or is he going to ride with the joint that he got now? I'm say maybe he'll stick with the grays. Who knows? Or maybe he'll just put a little, na- little nice little uh, cap on, mm-hmm. little hair hat. cap, <laughs> hair hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of sequels, possible Avatar sequel titles have been avail- revealed. For I'm the tired of hearing about Avatar. We took a break from talking about Avatar for a little bit. <laughs> it's about time we get high gear because the movies are a couple years away. <laughs> Put them out. Put these whack movies out. The first, the first one came out so long ago. Yeah, and these titles ain't really selling it for me. First, we have Avatar: The Way of Water. <sighs> the second sequel, <laughs> Avatar: The Seed Bear. That just sounds nasty. <laughs> Doesn't even sound like anything. Avatar sequel number three, Avatar: The Token Rider. What does that mean? <laughs> and Avatar sequel number four. Avatar, the quest of Iwa. <laughs> I don't understand this. So uh, do these uh, Avatar titles have they spiked your interest? Mm-hmm. After all that bad, that tough talk you was just giving them a second ago? Nah. I just, just put them out. We need to see it. Technology done caught up, so they got to be a different angle. You better blow me away. It better be very good. This long wait time, these whack titles, that technology. And getting all them other movies prepared when this one may flop or something. I want this movie to be extraordinary. <laughs> I want it to really feel like I'm in the movie. Yeah, it got to be something. A mist got to come from out the uh, theater. This movie should be sh- uh, shot with VR tech. So <laughs> everybody in the movie got to wear VR glasses yeah. to feel like we actually <laughs> in the movie. Other than that, I don't see what the uh, all this has, hubbub has been about. Yeah. So you gonna buy your uh, Thursday night tickets for it? Nah, I see it uh, Saturday morning. <laughs> Sunday morning, if I'm busy. <laughs> nah, you gonna be there ASAP? No Rocky. As soon as that thing drops, no top. Meaning <sighs> my top for summertime, but whatever. <sighs> all right, do you think those are the actual titles of the movies, or are these just? Uh, lies. We'll see if we get even one of them, and then see what them titles are gonna be. Yeah, Until do, then, do you believe we getting all four of these sequels? I doubt it. I don't see how. Because apparently they're, four. Shoot, they're shooting them back to back to back to back. I mean, if they finish them all, then <laughs> I got to be inclined to. I'll, I'll have an answer for that if uh, Fox can ever get one of these X Men movies out. <laughs> Yeah, I, they're doing something rare. You ain't never seen no superhero movie get that far pushed back. Fox is just ridiculous. But I mean, I thought Venom was gonna bomb and not get a sequel, but I was wrong. Yeah, ain't no telling now. Very Wong Venom. <laughs> All right, speaking of Venom, 
Uh, I was reading ScreenRant.com, and they were saying that Venom's success may stop Spider-Man rights from returning to Marvel. <laughs> uh, I can see that happening. They're going to get cocky. Because <laughs> Business Insider, uh, somebody over there was saying Sony's plans regarding other Spider-Man characters' rights and the creative uh, and the creative uh, character rights that they have the creative hold of. Okay. So according to him, the movie... Had the movie flopped, meaning Venom, the studio would be more open to striking a deal with Disney that uh, would return the IP rights to Marvel. But now that Venom is a success, it's got Sony coming up with other plans. He said (laughs) if it had failed, there's a chance Sony would have definitely returned to the bargaining table with Disney. Now that's up in the air. Sony took a calculated risk with Venom and it's now going to be a series. It seems Disney needs Sony Spider-Man more than Sony needs Disney. If they constantly make films audience want to see, Disney will have to buy Sony to get Spider-Man back. <laughs> this is just the beginning of Sony reemergence as a stu- as a studio of box office distinction. They're not giving it up without a fight. That's crazy. <laughs> so, if this is true, like you just kind of stated earlier, is Sony getting cocky? Oh, they're they're getting cocky. I can tell. Uh, they really think they got a series, a hit series on their hands? When you know when these studios be getting one, they be like, I knew we was the man all this time. <laughs> I was tripping. I was doubting myself. <laughs> we knew Venom was a hit. Did they see Venom? <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, they saw it. But they also saw the money it raked in. I don't care. Do they think that's going to translate to a sequel? <laughs> Do they definitely think that's going to translate to a film series? <laughs> they we, think they ain't got to give. they like, if we got a hit with Venom. Wait till we do with Spider-Man for the third time. <laughs> Wait, do we do the Silver and Black or whatever movies we Morbius? We got Jared Leto now. If we could hit with, if we could hit with uh Tom Hardy, you know we about to knock one out the park with Jared. No one knows who Morbius is. This tra- that trailer has to look <laughs> phenomenal. It's gonna bomb. No one knows Morbius what that ain't. movie. No one knows who that character is. People only wanted to see Venom because they know who Venom is. Jared Venom- Leto would be zero for two when it comes to his little yeah comic book characters. Jared Leto is really not even like a box office draw. No, he's just a really good actor, which yeah. I don't know why he's. Jo- we Joseph Gordon-Levitt dipped his toe in. And realize I will never do this again. When he Gordon-Levitt has dipped his toes in a lot of movies recently, he just will not do put him out. Wasn't he with the crow? Uh huh. In Sandman. Yep. He's just doing a lot of movies that he just don't end up. He's like nah. But when he did GI Joe, he even said, "I'm only I only did my indie movies for a reason. I did this, and then nah, this ain't the one. This 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 got me to check, but he was like the." His uh, big blockbuster action movie was Premium Rush, a movie which I actually liked, but people make fun of because it's a a bicycle movie. A bike action movie. (laughs) Michael Shannon was in it, and Michael Shannon was good in that movie. Yeah, it was like, all right, we got the actors, so the only thing we could afford is some bikes. (laughs) It was a bike movie. It was all intense. (laughs) It's no cellular, but with um, Chris Evans... Captain Crickets. When uh, Chris Evans uh, dies in Avengers, he's going to have plenty of time to do uh, uh, cell phone movies. and Yeah, he's shooting that very jam-packed Ryan Johnson knives thriller. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. We'll see. It has a lot of stars in it. But, uh, all right, so... Um, Space. 
Mm, you said that yeah, I gave that a moment of silence because that was that was a hard bar. Terrible. Charles, Charles Barkley. Barkley. That is whack. <laughs> if anything, my bar you had to think about. I did it. Jeez. Uh, All right, so shout out to Sony for their cockiness. I can't <laughs> wait till their next movie bombs. Yeah. And they go immediately rushing back to Marvel. Like, all right, all right, all right. You can have it. Yeah, how much money Hunt can it. you give us for <laughs> the full we'll property? You can take it all now because <laughs> this movie was so bad. We killed the, the goodness that we built with Venom with the rest of this. I'm like, trade us something. We'll give you all the Spider-Man properties, but you got to give us Aaron Taylor Johnson. They're like, all right, easy. And Marvel's going to be like, <laughs> easy you know it. what? Spider-Man ain't necessarily that worth it. Before they even we gotta s- keep ATJ. Before they even said Johnson, they already tossed the Aaron TJ keys. Don't like here you go. <laughs> <laughs> we good. Oh man. All right, moving on. Universal Pictures, who's apparently rebooting Shrek. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, uh, and Puss in Boots. That's crazy. Different voices. Because if not, then they just sequels. I don't want no Puss in Boots without uh, Antonio Banderas. Who are they going to do? You body Puss in Boots. <laughs> and that movie got one movie. You got one movie and a TV show that I didn't even watch. Oh, yeah, and a little special. But, um, all right, so which would you, which one would you reboot over the other? Are you rebooting Shrek over Puss in Boots, or are you rebooting Puss in Boots over Shrek? I'll probably reboot Puss in Boots over Shrek because Puss in Boots got less less movies and it seems like like if you reboot why are you rebooting if you reboot shrek and people want eddie murphy as the voice yeah, of donkey. donkey people want mike myers as the voice of shrek people want cameron well <laughs> <laughs> people will prefer cameron diaz come back if everybody else is coming back <laughs> prefer justin timberlake play uh prince king arthur I mean, he do got that Prince vibe. King Arthur. What was he at those? He was like, wasn't he Prince Charming or something? Nah, Prince Charming was the chin fella. Oh, yeah. He was like the first or second movie. Who was he? Vilmer Valderrama? Vilmer Valderrama? Who is that? Wilmer. What is his name? Wilmer? Wilder? Wilmer Valderrama? His name is Wilmer? His name is Valderrama? <laughs> Wilmer? <laughs> How Wilmer! Did, <laughs> how did Lizzie Lohan say that every day? And Demi Lovato. Damn, he was getting around. <laughs> I get around. He played that Tupac song <laughs> in the back every time. Rest in peace, too. Wilmer Valderrama's career is where Tupac is. Oh, yo mama. <laughs> Catch <laughs> money. <laughs> he was the host of yo mama. I gotta watch a clip from Yo Mama. They tell Yo Mama jokes. (laughs) They made each person go in the opposite person's bedroom to do some dirt on them. All for it to end in Yo Mama jokes. (laughs) The last round was Yo Mama jokes. Like, oh, we gotta say the worst type of jokes for the last round. Yo Mama. That's You know, whack. How many seasons was that show? Give me a little sample of this. The best of? Oh, I know these jokes is whack. <laughs> Young Wilmer pulled up in the whip. Yeah, Wilmer. <laughs> of course he's in a low rider with the hydraulics. <laughs> That's racist. We took Los 
<laughs> Your mama. <laughs> hands <laughs> crossed. <laughs> okay. This Your is, mama. <laughs> this best up Your is mama. majority of intro. <laughs> Your mama. Oh. <laughs> That's not even funny. Her memory in black and white. Is that big boy talking? It sounds like it. (laughs) One more like that. And Justin Timberlake did play King Arthur. Oh, dang. That seems weird. But his name was Arthur Pendragon. Pin dragon or something. <laughs> Look at this dude. She tripped she over, over a cordless, cordless phone. phone. You trash. Alright, that's enough, yo mama. <laughs> your mama. His mom was actually there. <laughs> yes, me. Dang, I didn't know uh, Seth Rogen was in Shrek the Third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Arthur Artie Pendragon. Okay. Um, all right, so you said you will reboot Shrek or put some boots over Shrek. Yeah. Rebooting sounds crazy for an animated feature. It really that does. That soon. Animated feature where all the actors are still alive. They all can still do it. Yeah, you got to there should be like a, a a gap between years where you can start rebooting something. I say about 20 years. Something. Not these like lately it seems like all right, there's 3 years in between. All right, we can reboot it. Because I think the last one came out in not 2007. Shrek Forever After came out in 2010. That's not long enough. I mean, by the time it gets rebooted, it'll be over a decade. So would that be long enough or is that still too fresh? Some just feels like what do they mean reboot? Is it going to be a whole, is it going to be that same story? Yeah, they're gonna start from the beginning again. I don't want to see it from the beginning again. And if and if it's a reboot, they would have to. And if you do, if they don't want to just make that same movie again, then they would be changing the origin of Shrek and all them. Yeah, they don't know what they're talking about because <laughs> it's an animated movie. Yeah, they're gonna reboot so it, so you can still watch it and it's still the same quality. It's not the same as a live action movie, and it's not like it's not the same as like these popular stories like. The Grinch. Or... Yeah, which they didn't even need to make this animated Grinch movie when Jim Carrey still got that classic. <laughs> but that was live action, so they had to get Benedict Cumberstacks to come do the little live or the little yeah. animated version. But yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do with that reboot. Illumination is just acting like they uh, all these <laughs> or all these movies have never been made before, so they just gonna have a stab at it. Yeah. So if Illumination is rebooting Shrek, then whatever. <laughs> Illumination is turning into like the Blumhouse of the horror industry <laughs> yeah. by taking the animated industry by storm. Bloom tilt or whatever. Bloom tilt is <laughs> Or blum tilt. Oh yeah, blum. Blum, 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 blum. Um, I don't need to talk about this Breaking Bad movie because I've never seen the show. Yeah. And that's not going to have, uh, what's his name in it? They Brian already, Cranston. They already said it's going to be a Aaron Paul's character sequel type of shindig. So that's whatever. All right, that's all the topics I really got, so we can go ahead and move on to this punishment segment. Big pun. All right, I got two nominees for punishment segment. First up, Dakota Johnson. <laughs> for me, already stating that she's had an awful 2018. Dakota Johnson, unless... Does she got any more movies coming out this year? 
Because she, so. based on her past and how she's been felt about in the past, she may enter the outro. <laughs> it is sad because I be watching her like interviews. Like she don't seem like she seemed cool. She, she just got like a very boring vibe. <laughs> she, she yeah, has, compared to Hollywood, she really do have like a boring. She has like boring teeth. Like her, t- <laughs> we all know she got them uh, hopscotch spate like leaps in between each tooth. What does Kira Knightley have in her teeth? Because I was trying to, <laughs> I thought she had a gap. That's like a Kira Knightley's teeth. And then that that proceeded, or Brianna proceeded to go through all the pictures of her to see that she doesn't have a gap. I was like, I've seen all her or a lot of her movies. There's something oh, with her teeth in those movies. Kira Knightley teeth. Let's see. Like he's like one of them chipped or something. She said, Kira Knightley has said repeatedly that she loves her snaggle tooth, oh, which snaggle sticks tooth. out on her top teeth. All right, let's look at this. They be editing that in pictures. Because the picture she was showing me, her teeth looked perfect. I guess this is... That's not even like a good... It's not like tear. Her teeth aren't even terribly crooked. You, you only see it in movies. Like, it's noticeable in movies. I wasn't... Like, when I was saying it, I wasn't, like, putting her down or nothing. But that just... We just got into a long debate about what was actually going on with her teeth. Yeah, like when we was on there and we was talking about uh, Joaquin Phoenix's lip. Yeah, I don't know. I'll see. I don't, I don't be looking at people's mouths. So I don't really know. I recently saw a picture of him and I saw it. I'm like, how come I ain't never really noticed it before? <laughs> yeah, maybe it's one of those things once you point it out. Yeah, you just now can't I did not be looking for it. I think I got a list of people. I'm going to type in celebrity, celebrity with the most messed up teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out to Paddington 3. They're saying they're yeah, doing another, another one. Yeah, but, not even the same people. But no Paul King. That's where you might lose me. Like the 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 second one ended off on some Toy Story three levels. <laughs> so do not circle the drain if you ain't got everybody back in an A one story. You're already losing the director most likely. So I don't know if y'all need to ruin that 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 a hundred percent that y'all gained with this second one. Don't be like Toy Story 4, even though we ain't seen that yet. <laughs> 15 celebs with really bad teeth. Madonna. Um, I wouldn't know. Lindsay Lohan. Ew, hers just got an odd vibe about him. Uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp got mad silvers in his teeth. Uh, Ricky Gervais. His don't even look that bad. See, I can't trust these sites. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. These are dentures. Morgan Morgs is, he got some wild joints. He got the multicolor. His <laughs> looks like that corn. <laughs> the um, corn on cobs that we come with them different colors. Hillary Clinton. Jamie Oliver. Uh, give me somebody with Kristen Dunst. We all know about her teeth. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's ain't even that bad. Just got that big gap. Woody Harrelson, we we had a whole episode about his teeth, basically. Uh, Steve Buscemi, yeah, we know about his teeth. Uh, Jewel, yeah, she got the fangs. Anna Paquin, hers is more just a gap. Uzo Aduba, hers is the gap. Gary Busey, he's not even famous anymore. All right, I'm done with this. <laughs> Shout out to Gary Buse, Buse. The Buse man, Gary Abusey. All right, so like I said, Dakota, Dakota John- Johnson, first nominee, and your second nominee, your boy, 
Kellen Lutz. Man, my boy. He, he's somebody that could have been at the end of the show. He he matched up well with uh, Alex Rowe. Yeah, he seemed like he, him and Alex Rowe kept going into the same auditions. He's just the one who kept coming out with the job. <laughs> All right, Kellen Lutz is being nominated because he thinks these Twilight spinoffs could work. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Twilight shouldn't have nothing close to a spinoff. So he was saying how... So he was asked if he had any ideas for potential future movies in the franchise. The actor referred to a moment that was ultimately cut from the books in which Emmett reminisced about being mortally wounded by a bear and meeting the love of his life, Rosalie. Does his character in uh, his uh, girl's character in the movie. I don't know who she's played by. But he said Stephanie Meyer wrote an excerpt called Emmett and the Bear that showed how he turned into a vampire, how Rosalie saved his life. And I remember reading that and I was like, man. This is so cool. I wish we could be able to show this because you're able to show Alice's transformation. You're able to show Jasper's transformation. You're able to show Rosalie's, but not Emmett's. So I always kind of was like, I wish we could do that. And I think it'd be, I think it could be a really cool. I think it could be really cool to have a spinoff of Rosalie and Emmett. That would be really Sounds fun to do. Real boring. <laughs> and then on top of that. The actor suggested that the franchise could take a look at the origins of the quote-unquote bad guys of Twilight. <laughs> you talk about, about the coven of vampires known as the Volturi, or the smaller coven made up of James and his lover Victoria and the vampire sibling Laurent. He was like the Volturi, or how you pronounce that, are really, are really interesting. I've seen these movies. No, they weren't. <laughs> I also think James and Laurent, the bad vampires from the first one, are all really interesting. So there's definitely a lot of origin stories that could sh- that <laughs> that you could show that would be fascinating to watch. <laughs> if the Twilight movies themselves weren't fascinating to watch, why would he think these yeah. on paper boring sounding spinoffs would be fascinating to watch? Yeah, so yes, true. <laughs> so your nominee is either <laughs> Kellen Lutz for the delusions he has. Yeah, I don't like his delusions. Or Dakota Johnson for her bad 2018. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Kellen Lutz because his delusions are nuts, and I have a feeling Dakota Johnson may get an award here <laughs> before this year is up. So. Helen Lutz. He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the movies themselves were boring. And you weren't like, you weren't Robert Pattinson or Taylor Lautner or nobody in this movie. He was nothing. He was just a very pale vampire in Kellen the movie. Kellen Lutz. If, if anybody forgot, Kellen Lutz played Hercules in a movie. <laughs> Wasn't that the same year that Dwayne the Johnson's good Hercules character? came out? The good Hercules that didn't get a franchise. So, <laughs> so the okay Hercules compared to the whack Hercules. Yeah. Kellen Lutz. What's he done? Well, last time I seen him, he was in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street falling asleep on diner tables. Or <laughs> <laughs> Freddy chops him up. We had to figure out how to get him to sleep. <laughs> Kellen uh, Lutz. Yeah, so Kellen, His name. Lutz. Kellen. That sounds like someone who just be walking on the sidewalk and just trips. <laughs> It'd be sad. He's such a Lutz. Sweatpants. 
This what? cat. This cast. Did you say sad <laughs> sweatpants? I was describing what this guy with uh, Lutz had on. Oh, I thought that was a punchline. <laughs> nah, I ain't whack like you. <laughs> okay. All right, listen to these. <laughs> listen to these list of actors. Jackson Rathbone. Jackson. What well, Jackson is a terrible first name. <laughs> Ashley Green. Nikki Reed. Ashley Green was supposed to be something. Taylor Lautner. Didn't Nikki Reed? Nikki Reed got an Oscar or something, don't she? I have no clue. Let me, before I go back to Taylor Lautner, let me look. Nikki Reed, because she was in the Twilight movies, but I'm pretty sure she got an Oscar for some reason. She must. That must have been far removed from Twilight. I know I didn't make this up. Somebody won an Oscar. She's she's married to Ian Somerhalder. You like to call him Ian Summersmoter. No, I don't. <laughs> Man, that was just too quick. That That's definitely what you mean. She ain't win Oscar, but she wrote a movie when she was like 12 years old. Was it whack? It was th- it was th- uh, 13 with Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, so it was a good Holly chance. Hunter. So it was a good chance it was whack. And it was directed by... Uh, what was her name? Catherine Hardwick. It was probably whack. All right, now back to Kellen Lutz. Kellen Lutz, Kellen Lutz, Kellen Lutz movies. He had Stick It, Accept It, Ghost of Godfield, Prom Night, Deep Winter, Twilight. Out. Prom Night. After Dusk They Come, The Twilight New Moon, Mascata, Nightmare on M Street, Twilight Saga Eclipse, A Warrior's Heart, Love, Wedding, Marriage, Arena, Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1, Immortals. Oh yeah, he did have a sweet scene in Immortals though. The Immortals was good. Uh, Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2, Java Heat, Syrup, Tarzan, The Legend of Hercules, Expendables 3, Experimenter. Extraction. He played William Shatner in Experimenter. (laughs) Kellen Lutz as William Shatner. Extraction. Money. Science Fiction Volume 1, The Orissa's Child. Guardians of the Tomb. I thought you were about to say Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, where? What is Guardians of the Tomb? Oh, this movie got Lee Bing Bing, Kellen Lutz, Kelsey Kelsey Grammer, and Wu-Chun. That's a weird cast. Wu Chun doing a movie with Wu Chun. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer. Everybody Wu Chun tonight. Wu Chun. Wu Chun. Wu 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 Chun. All right, I'm done. This podcast <laughs> need to wrap up. Here. Christmas gift. Uh, <laughs> All right, Kellen Lutz, you are on punishment, sir. Go sit in the corner, Kellen. And uh, Helen, pr- try not to drink before you say statements like this, because clearly <laughs> you be saying wild stuff when you walk that Ciroc black, uh, black, uh, what was that one he was promoting on Ellen? Mm. Blackberry? <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's move on to the when rock. he did that crazy little foot shuffle. Ah! <laughs> dun, 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 dun. That was crazy. All right, let's move on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of this show. We got three movies to resolve. First up is Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Galileo Galileo. Yeah, that movie, 
that song was all over the place. <laughs> um, all right, so on Rotten Tomatoes right now, it is sitting at a sixty percent. Mm-hmm. I gave it a sixty-one percent. Oh, so you clearly you won. You gave it a fifty percent. Oh, yeah, I wanted to go right down the middle. Almost hit that thing, Malcolm. Almost hit that. Almost hit the nail on the head. Hammer. Hammer. No MC. That's why. No, no light. Romany. Huh. No Romany. That's what you said. And that was whack. All right. So that moves my lead for up to 27 to 26. Uh. All right. Next up is the Nutcracker in the Four Realms on Rotten Tomatoes. It is sitting at a pitiful 34%. I gave it a 63%. Yeah. <laughs> You gave it a 50%, giving you the <laughs> right victory the there. Uh, so we're now tied at 27. Like some shoestrings. Excuse me? I'm tired like some shoestrings. It was so whack. Like, you really need to go to bar school. Nah. I've been <laughs> bar school? <laughs> I'm the bar teacher, so. <laughs> All right. Next, we got Nobody's Fool. We're just sitting at that pitiful 24% in typical Tyler Perry fashion. <laughs> I gave it a 37%. I gave it something high, I feel, <laughs> like 60. You gave it a, for the third movie straight, 50%. <laughs> Give it me the victory there. Moving my lead now up to 28 to 27 then we got two movies for this week that we need to resolve. No math problem. Uh, your first movie is Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald. Something and something and something and something like Bindelwald. Something and something and something. Nah, you ain't ready for that flow. All right, so what are you giving Fantastic Beasts to? 63%. The sad thing is, that is literally the same exact number I just said in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you giving it a 63%? Alright, so that means I gotta go up a little bit. <laughs> Elevator. I'm about to cut this dude off at the waist. No paraplegic. Huh? <laughs> uh. I'm going 64%. <laughs> Alright, so for me, it gotta be worse. Or right on the money. Payday. Yikes, that was Candy whack. bar. That was whack. Kit Don't make me start clapping on you like black people Breaking do. half. Hey, right. Breaking bad. Take Breaking a bath. glass. Breaking cash. Leaves. Flagrant right. laugh. Breaking cash. Leaves. Because <laughs> I ignored Auto the cash said, part. Stripper. All right, your last movie for this week is Instant Family starring Rose Byrne, co-starring Mark Wahlberg. What are you? 36. <laughs> That's the number I got in my head. All right. That was this movie we... don't particularly look funny to me. This movie was getting good reviews. This is why they bumped it up to this year. I'm staying confident in my 36. It got the girl that's playing Dora the Explorer in it. And the girl was in Transformers The Last King. What you saying? I ain't see that movie. I stopped seeing the Transformers movies. I think Brianna watched it, but she watched it at the gym. <laughs> so you, while she was working out. So you know that movie, Wack. Yeah. Um, all right. Are you giving it a 36? I'm going to keep my... I really want to say like 70, but I'm going to chill and say 60%. I'm really in this 60s vibe. No afro. Or is that 70s or 80s? 
Feel more 70, 80 ish. Yeah, because 60s. Let's say people were getting lynched yeah, and say buses were getting. Martin Luther King was getting sprayed on and stuff back in the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got to be wild to be racist and then say racist <laughs> stuff to a dude while you got your, your medallion yeah. on. <laughs> your large fro. <laughs> white people have, I know white people have froze back in the 80s. Uh-huh. Those racist. Shout out to Kendall Jenner. Uh, All right, so she's staying some controversy. I was watching an episode of uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashian where she was very depressed because of the Pepsi commercial hey, that man. had that controversy when a Pepsi saved like a black person's life yeah, or some, whatever crazy thing happened. That commercial in that. was wild. <laughs> you should have did it. I mean, she kept doing stuff like that. Uh, it was also the same episode where uh, they had to ask Tristan Thompson, "Do you now? Do you want us to stay at the hotel and just watch the game, or do you want us to actually come?" He's like, "I want y'all to come and watch the game." Just for one, with them having to cheer on the Cavs as if he's an integral piece of why they're in the finals is yeah. painful enough. Like, should we go chill LeBron from the? <laughs> I would say this is, there, one the, man carried all y'all. So yeah, it's really showing this year. That team is terrible. It's crazy how whack they are. Yeah, we got Toronto Lou fired. Then they could barely get they sign an interim, the interim coach. Yeah, he don't want to be there. Jr. openly saying, "I don't want to be here." Yeah, Jr. don't play, but I also can't picture Jr. on different teams. So they can't trade him with that ginormous contract yeah. unless they get like Bismack or something back <laughs> or Timothy. Yeah, you gotta get Evan Turner. Crab. The Bulls or the Buffalo Bulls. The Trailblazers really should try to trade for Kyle Korver. <laughs> Give up or. Get like J.R. Smith and Kyle Corbin, give up Evan Turner and like Myers Leonard because they both got ginormous contracts. Mm-hmm. And then keep it pushing like lawnmowers. All right. So for Fantastic I got self propelled. Yeah, you ain't old school me. Fantastic Beast and the Crimes of Grindelwald. I gave it a 64. You gave it a 63. Instant Family. I gave it a 60. You gave it a 36. 36%. All right. So is it movies or Blu rays next? I forgot. I forgot the format of it. I know for sure last time we did the podcast, I didn't do the Blu-rays. Yeah, I think you said you're going to skip it to next week. Oh, yeah, because that's right. My computer wasn't working. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Man, I really should have thought about that. I literally forgot all about this. Let's go to release calendar. Blu-rays. I catch a blue fade on any given Sunday like no, Jamie, Jamie Foxx. All right, so we got last week's, which would have been the end of December. I mean, October. End of October. I'm going to sing as I'm scrolling, but then I'm going to switch it into a rap. I come back, break in half, Kit Kat. Then you see me. (laughs) There's three shows that start with Chicago, and they all come on tonight. And they all in the same universe, I believe. Okay, that makes sense then. The Chicago verse. Chicago Mad. Uh-huh. Chicago Fire. Uh-huh. Chicago PD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see. No new movies came out. That is this the No, that came out last year. Uh okay. We have is this we only got we have Sorry to Bother You. I'll put that as a accept as a gift. Um, did you see Mamma Mia? Here we go again. Nope. Uh, that was a week, a week, week, week. bars, week, week, wordplay. Uh, then we have. Whew. Okay. 
Nothing came out. Teen Titans go to the movies. Also, I will put that as an accept as a gift. That was funny. Uh, the Spy Who Dumped Me. Might stream because it was funny at times, but I also still am not seeing why people love Kate McKinnon in movies. <laughs> She's funny, but not as funny as people try to make it seem she is. Um, Slender Man. That is, I will never waste my time and watch that again. <laughs> uh, did you see The Darkest Minds? The Darkest Nines? <laughs> the Darkest Minds. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> like, what? Uh, let's see. So now we're in November, which brings us to movies such as... You see The Isle of Dogs? Yep. I never want to watch that movie again. <laughs> I, that just wasn't not for me, but it was for the people who was in the theater I was in. Um, a Quiet Place. Uh, put that as a must own. That was a great movie. Shout out to Emily Blunt. Shout out to her husband. Uh, Super Troopers 2. Never want to watch that <laughs> not funny movie ever again. That's just not my type of humor. Uh, Incredibles 2. I put that as a... That's like right in there between, between except as a gift. I'll put that as like high except as a gift because that was a great movie. I feel like I might be overrating that movie a little a little bit. Every time I look at my review, I'm like, is this really better than this? <laughs> um, Christopher Robin. Woo-hoo, that's an except as a gift. That was a great movie. This is where I watched that movie, and this is where I learned that Winnie the Pooh is one of the funniest characters <laughs> on anything. So shout out to Bears Who Talk. Paddington, Winnie the Pooh. Ooh, if they made a Winnie the Pooh Paddington movie, I'd be first in line. Uh, Black Klansman. I'll put that as an accept as a gift. That was a great movie. Really enjoyed it, especially the my dark sense of humor was laughing at the, the racism. So let's do... Uh, this one's already out. Let's do a throwback. Today's throwback... Is going to be. Let's do law abiding citizen. I put that as an accept as a gift. I, I thought that movie was good. I haven't seen it in years, so I don't know if it still holds up. But I know it's been getting panned when it comes to reviews. But Jamie I enjoyed it. Fox, I Gerard came, Butler. It came around around the same time one of my Saw movies. Oh nine. Oh, that's all the Blu-rays for this week. All right, what movie you plan on seeing before the next episode? No, uh, Snoop and Drake. Drake? <laughs> yeah, it's time for it. <laughs> it's time for bed, sleep. Oh <laughs> no, God. Snoop and Drake. Dang, it's time for the next. He would have sung the end part. Yeah, he Hold the, up. He the new Nate Dogg. <laughs> uh, Nate Dogg. Dang, he had all the hooks. I was looking at a uh, early screening for uh, the girl in the spider's web, but it kept saying "girls' night," and that made me think I'm not allowed to go there. <laughs> I did see that too. I see the reviews that movie's getting too. <laughs> I just put it at I that. Did, I didn't see none yet. Let's just say fifty-fifty. <laughs> There's honestly nothing specific that I'm pressed for, so I'm not sure what I'll end up seeing. Uh, I do want to see Overlord though. All right, Overlord. Yeah, like there's three movies that I really want to see. I know you're going to be seeing Outlaw King, though, when it drops on Netflix. Uh, oh, I meant to watch the you 
What's his name? Yuko US or Iko US or whatever his name is from Ray Redemption. Uh, he got a new movie. Uh huh. So yeah. I think it's on Netflix. Doesn't Gareth? Isn't Gareth Evans' movie come out on Netflix too already? Is this the same movie? No, they didn't do a movie. They didn't do that movie again. No, nah, this one. But ha- I can't remember if that came out or not. But I'm pretty sure because I think that Ico movie got good reviews. I want to watch that then. Let me. I'm gonna look that up. On my freaking Netflix, somebody been going on my page and typing in a bunch of Asian stuff because I keep getting Asian recommendations. <laughs> so that left what I was telling Brianna that I watched I, all the boys I've loved before. Her racist self was like, "See, that's why you've been getting all the Asian recommendations." <laughs> I was like, "There's one Korean person in that movie. You're racist." And also, I don't like seeing Quincy Combs without a mustache or beard. He looks so nasty. Not Quincy and th- Combs. Called by his new name. Quincy Brown. Yeah. His, his father's name. Call him Quincy Brown. <laughs> Which also I saw, uh, uh, he was in that Brotherly Love movie. Which I confused with this Christmas movie. He shouldn't have two movies at once. <laughs> Get his acting thing on. Now let me see if I can find this, or at least on my own time, find this action movie that I know I did not make up. I don't know. I'm going to watch that, whatever it is. But me, there's still a bunch of movies that I need to see, I feel like. But next, uh, I don't know. What do I see next? I'll probably see. I'm still trying to see Sister Brothers, so that could easily oh, yeah. be next. The Night Comes for Us. That's the name of the movie. Okay. The night. And it's on Netflix now? Yeah. After sparring a girl's life during a massacre. <laughs> <laughs> An that elite, already sounds good. An elite triad assassin is targeted by an onslaught of murderous gangsters. That's perfect. Yeah, that's not, that's not <laughs> onslaught, massacre, murderous gangsters, triads. Mm-hmm. Him, good. he got good track record. Why all Asian people involved in triads in the movies? I guess that's the only type of, just like in <laughs> if uh, there's thugs or something in regular movies and it's black people, they a crip or a blood. Of course, that's, that's what it got to be. Triads, crips, bloods. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, the Yakuza the <laughs> Yeah the Yakuza tribe triads. There's only two really big gangs yeah. In uh, Asia Yeah they need to do Cause yeah Bloods vs Crips What's that Bloods vs Wolves I mean yeah. Shout out to uh, Malik Yeah Cause I surely wasn't gonna be able to pull that name out of a hat If I tried just now <laughs> Malik work uh, Yeah I need to get some I got some uh, ideas of who I can get on this podcast here shortly So Shortly, Look for Lee Novorn Troyer. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was. I'd say shortly, a short Chinese person <laughs> named Lee. Shout out to Wong Street. If I'm gonna take this uh, heat off of me and put it back on Brianna. <laughs> Yeah, she was wild. Yeah, she had the Wong most way. racist. <laughs> oh yeah, Wong way. You go Wong way. Wong way. Wong way. That's a double entendre. That's that's nuts. Wong way. That's double entendre. But I would either see. What you live on Wong way? You go in the Wong way. Rice. <laughs> Brothers, um, nobody's fool, or uh, out of the three, 
I can either see I can see myself seeing the Grinch over all this stuff, but I do really want to see Overlord and I, the Girl in the Spider's Web. I so did I not know. like Tyler the Creator's Grinch song at all. <laughs> it, it sounded whack. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe Pharrell is the narrator in this movie. Mm-hmm. That's why he probably is like I'm narrating. You gotta get my boy Ty Ty to come do that. Uh, that just that just shows Pharrell didn't feel like doing that soundtrack. Yeah, he's he's stupid. He's still getting paper off a of happy. Mm-hmm. Despicable me. All right. <laughs> I guess this has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal. I got to figure out what our record is from starting the ending period to finishing because <laughs> we started the ending period about 50 something minutes. I'm like, this is a short episode. And we are at hour 26. Oh, oh this is going to be one of them hour episodes. <laughs> and 30 minutes later. Didn't last week we throw out like a two hour joint? That thing was about two and a half hours. <laughs> That was a long one. I need to get back on, like, knowing about our episodes and shows. Because I, I can't tell you when this show comes out. Yeah, me neither. Because was, it was supposed to come out on Mondays. All right, then I moved it to Tuesdays. I was, say, let, I was about to be Wednesdays. All right, let's start getting an exact date so we can have the rotation with Leo B. Gyllenhaal. Share the door. This new show that I'm writing. Yeah, yeah, share the scripted drops. show. Share the door drops on Tuesdays. I've been Tuesdays. keeping up with that. So Leo B had to come out on Wednesdays. Yeah, this was Wednesdays. Will come out on Wednesday this week? Definitely not. No, I'm going not possible. <laughs> we are recording this on a Wednesday. <laughs> but on so Thursday. So we recorded on a Monday or Tuesday, then it can come out on Wednesday. Share the door Tuesdays. Share the door Tuesdays. This drop on Wednesday, sometimes Thursdays. Hopefully not Friday, unless <laughs> it's my day. Come and get okay. these Okay, yeah, this is whack. <laughs> That's been episode of Leo B. Gyllenhaal. You already know who it is. It's Young Sneaker King. Oh, my Leo gosh. It just, it's a brand new made-up. <laughs> Young Denzel O'Shea Platts in the third Slim Nate A.K. Slim Pickens Robert Balmain Jr. Peter Party started Silk Pajama Belly Rolling Who else I is uh, Neon Williamson Ben Nathlisberger Nebron James Did you hear that first song from the Creed soundtrack with uh, uh, I didn't listen to it yet Mike Will, Schoolboy, and Killer or uh, 2 Chains. It better be fire uh, They all kind of had like a different like, had a hard time with this Mike Will beat. He made Yikes. something a little different. <laughs> he, he must gay like M didn't want to. Oh, wait. Or am I thinking of this other song with Schoolboy on it? Oh, yeah, maybe. That's this Mike Will one ain't spectacular. But I'm thinking of this, uh, that Conway Westside Gun and, and okay, for, Conway Westside Gun and Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy <laughs> school Q should, beat. should not be rapping on one of them type of beats. He surely shouldn't have because <laughs> my man was yelling. And going at his own pace. You gotta, I say, you gotta rap at a certain <laughs> pacing on those type of beats that yeah. barely have drums. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird style song. Yeah, I'm about to. Ooh, what was I? All right, it's your boy. Uh, what did I say I am? I mean, you can call me Boheme Natsity, Freddie Nakery. <laughs> oh, so you want to be compared to like Freddie Mercury and? Yeah, legend. Nah, uh, the Nate Cracker in the Legend. <laughs> nah, Nate body's full. A star is Nate. Uh, a Nate is born. Uh, Nate a ween. Uh, <laughs> Nate him. Huh? Small Nate. Shannon Nate him. Nate bumps too. Yuck. The hottest. Nate bumps. The hottest. That Nate-a-ween. sounds nasty. <laughs> the Nader killer and the Nate you give. 
road. That last one <laughs> sounded extra whack when you move on to a different thing. your holy wings. It's your boy Joaquin Pennysworth. Laugh till your kidneys hurt. No short dress, but the skirt. Nah, what did, what did Milkshake say last time? How you just got a skirt on? Nah. Uh, <laughs> push a K. Kayanya Taylor Joy Van Zandt. Look out for a new little something something. I've been having a lot of free time during a work day <laughs> that I, I done created something that is currently being backlogged. So when they start coming out, I don't have to actually be recording them. <laughs> I'm going to sit down one day and record all of what this secret project is. Uh, you know what? Sweet lady. Whoa. Mm. Would you be my sweet, sweet love for? A lifetime. lifetime. If you yeah, call the cops on me, I'll reverse it on you and drop a dime. Huh? I drop dimes like change dispensers. All right, that was I come whack. through Who is whack? Lamborghini <laughs> with a spritzer because I Who like is to whack? sip elixirs. Who is whack? That uh, Des Bryant signing got you all yeah, you feeling yourself. Man, I was so quick on my fantasy football team. I immediately dropped uh, whatever, something, Robbie, and signed Des Bryant. Then I tried to go to my other fantasy football team. Somebody beat me to the punch like they got the Hawaiian first. <laughs> <laughs> but I could, so I couldn't get him, but I got him on the other one. Anyways, uh, Dakota Johnson sucks. <laughs> Kellen Lutz sucks. Joey King sucks. Taylor Kish sucks. Romney Malco sucks. Alex Rose sucks. Jai Courtney sucks. Theo James Theo. sucks. Nat Wolf's. I saw a movie that starred Nat Wolf and Alex Wolf. So, and it wasn't the Naked Brothers Band. So I can only imagine what this movie is about. Shout out to King Ansel, the Baby Driver. You need to throw us a movie before it gets real quiet. I feel like I can see him closing the year out badly, but that's about it. I guess that's uh, that's been podcast. <laughs> All right, that's been podcast. <laughs> see you later, podcast. All right, you know how we got to end this off. We got to end this off with the uh, yeah. I'll get the fried rice. What? <laughs>